summer is a promissory note signed in June. It's long days spent and gone before you know it and due to be repaid next January. From the American naturalist Hal Borland's Book of Days. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Almanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events and rank opinion and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. An Awanajo is an Algonquian word, which means small, missy mountain, referring to Blue Hill Mountain or to your mountain. And this is the almanac for the first quarter of the harvest moon, September 10th to 17th, 2010. Some natural events for this quarter moon. Like life, late summer has its joys and sorrows. One of the joys is cloud watching. No earthly landscape can match the majestic cloudscape. Summer clouds are magic mountain ranges, heavenly Himalayas and Rockies, Adirondacks and Atlases. There are dinosaurs, dragons, walruses, and whales chasing titanic flying ships with billowing sails, rising higher than the eye can see, and floating over the far distant horizons in a matter of moments. They shift their shapes before our eyes. The fierce dragon becomes a puppy, and the flying fish an angel. The ethereal dimensions these clouds inhabit are too vast for even our wildest imaginings to grasp. They're the dreams of the heavens that make fruitful life on earth. And back on earth, one of the sorrows of summer is the common ragweed, Ambrosia artemisiifolia. It might as well just as well be called hatchew because that's what we hear from hay fever sufferers when it's in bloom. Hatchew, hatchew. Ragweed is a small roadside plant with filigreed leaves and tall, spiky stalks covered with green flowers no bigger than peppercorns. It's related to the sunflowers, though it resembles them not at all. And it's not related to the goldenrod, which is often blamed for the allergic response. But if you live in town, I'll bet you can find plentiful ragweed within a few feet of your back door. Its volumes of pollen are the scourge of the hay feverish from mid to late August right up to frost. And although there are countless folk remedies and pharmaceuticals that claim to help, the first hard frost is the only sure remedy for the hat chews. Here's a rank opinion. Founder John Adams admonished us, we have no government armed with power capable of contending with human passions. We are a government of laws, not of men. This means that if the laws of the nation, state, and city of New York allow for the construction of a mosque blocks away from the site of the World Trade Center, as they apparently do, then that mosque must and should be allowed regardless of human passions to the contrary. This is still America, after all. And if the laws of the nation, state of Florida, and city of Gainesville do not allow for a self-described Christian 
minister to publicly burn copies of the Koran, as they apparently do not, then the Gainesville Fire Department must and should be there in force to hose him down good and proper the instant he strikes the first match. Of course, there's probably nothing that could please such a dangerously deluded soul more than to have the President, the Secretary of State, the Vatican, and all the major newspapers loudly denouncing him before the world. For that, he can thank the public media, which seem to have lost all subtlety and restraint in matters that inflame human passions. Why do they fan the flames of outrage, causing such tremendous heat and precious little light on these sorry matters? Because a public inflamed with such sordid fare is blinded to the real outrages of these times, namely that we're being fleeced and squeezed to death by the greedy at every turn. America is no longer a government of, by, and for the people. She is terminating her once proud and stalwart middle class altogether, becoming a nation of impoverished masses and moneyed men, and not a commonwealth of laws. And these are the true outrages of these times. Finally, here's some seed pods for you to carry around with you this week. This one is from James, the brother of Jesus, around 70 A.D. Come now, you rich, weep and howl for the miseries that are coming upon you. Behold the wages of the laborers who harvested your fields, which you kept back by fraud, cry out. You have lived on the earth in luxury and in pleasure. You have fattened your hearts in a day of slaughter. You have killed the righteous man. He does not resist you. Come now, you rich, weep and howl. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself.